the city of Spokane Valley issue a proclamation stating that our city is a Second Amendment sanctuary city. Church and State, Wokeness, and the War Continues. Hello, Christian Patriots, and welcome to Church and State, where we strive to plug you into the pew and plug you into politics. I'm your host, Caleb Collier, once again, your favorite far-right shock jock and the most schizophrenic show you listen to on a daily basis. I just realized something as I was watching our intro. Gabe has really bad posture. Hmm. If you look at the video, I'm, I'm going to encourage the audience to go and, and watch our shows, not just listen to us. In the intro, you can see I'm like ramrod straight. I look great. I always do. Um, but Gabe, on the other hand, is all like Quasimodo over here. Bad look for you, Gabe. Poor form. Anyway, um, I've got a special guest. That's right. As most of you know, I'm not a pastor, nor do I claim to be one or a prophet or any of those things. But I've got a special guest who is a pastor, although it's going to be interesting. Normally, I have a Pentecostal next to me. This time, I've got a Baptist. Hey, put your hands together for Pastor Matt Dean. Go. Appreciate that. Warm welcome. Yes, a very warm welcome, which we'll get into in a minute. But I'll try to keep my hands. Okay, uh, not moving at all. Mm -hmm. Traditional Baptist, That's unless you're like eating it. a donut. Uh, no. <laughs> People know on this show that I like all, most of the denominations. I almost said all. I, I don't like all. Mm -hmm. I like most of the denominations, and I tire of denominations that engage in infighting because the reality is, is most of you are going to be in heaven anyway. And uh, these issues that we struggle with and fight against each other with, yeah, God's not going to care about those. That's nobody's perfect. nobody's going to be a, a Calvinist up in heaven going, I knew I was right. No, you're not going to care because they're wrong. <laughs> I didn't want to go there. but uh, yeah. Hey, on Church of State, you can say almost anything. All right. Yeah. And on Be Vigilant, I sometimes do way too much to the point where Becky tells me to be quiet. I was about to bring it up. <laughs> so for those of you who don't know, Matt Dean is not only a pastor, that's relatively new. I'll let you tell that story in a minute. Um, but you have been hosting Be Vigilant, uh, which airs before our show on Tuesday. Wait. On Thursdays. Thursdays. Okay. I, um, I, you used to be on five days, so I mm -hmm. got a little confused there. But you've been doing that for how many years now? Year and a half. It'll be two years this winter. Yeah, and who's your daddy? We're going to go there already, I guess. <laughs> that's all right. Uh, no, Matt actually did a show. He let me know about it in case you forgot. We are currently at war. That's true. Sorry, Church yeah. of State. We are at war with Be Vigilant and Emancipation Propaganda. Uh, and you've done a show that doesn't air till tomorrow. Till Thursday. So, yep. Oh, till Thursday. Yep. Okay. So I don't know what you said yet. So right now we can be friends. Oh, fair enough. Okay. It's a uh, ceasefire, a truce. A truce, as it were. Yep. Yes, yes, absolutely. But... We are going to make fun of somebody else. Before I go there, churchandstate.media. Ladies and gentlemen, go to the website, start downloading the shows, and start sharing them. If you want to know why Church and State is such a better program over emancipation propaganda, I'm not, I'm not including you, don't okay, worry. I right. see. I, you, you tensed up. Did you see that? Uh, you'll have to download our shows and start listening to them. 
Also, we're trying to stay on the America Christian Network, so we need your cash. So you're able to donate specifically to us. You can do it through cash or a Bitcoin, a Satoshi. I'd rather have the full Bitcoin, personally. Yeah, Chris, oh, yeah. Is, Chris is nodding. Yeah, I don't even know you, what Satoshi is, but all right. It's a fraction of a Bitcoin. Gotcha. I had to learn the word, too. Chris had to educate me. I said it wrong for like four episodes or something. Anyway, um, and you can also take advantage of all of our fine affiliates. I'm going to showcase my pillow. Do you have a MyPillow? Um, we do. Do you like it? You better sure. say yes. Hell yeah. <laughs> I actually, because of a horrible back and neck, I have to have a, a nerd pillow. But my daughter has my pillow. She's got the travel my pillow. She's got the sheets. When you say nerd pillow, do you mean a body pillow? No, no, no. It's it actually has water in it. Yeah. Sounds strange. It is, but it helps my neck problem. Okay. But I do have a my pillow. I as soon as he uh what was it? The Dominion case against him came out. Yeah. I just went and bought two just to help him out. Okay. You got to get the slippers. I, I am oh. such a fan of the slippers. They are like walking on clouds. It's awesome. Yeah. Buy the slippers. Use that promo code church and state, get a discount. And some of that money comes to us as well. If you want to get a hold of us, church and state 1776 at proton.me. Remember, I'm trying to learn what your favorite dinosaurs are. In fact, I'm going to ask you what's yours. It's the same as Gabe's. Stegosaurus. Okay. Mm, the Stegosaurus. It's got the plates, the tail. You can ride it. Must be a pastor thing. Must be. Do you like mine? Oh, yeah. That's like the little, like... It's a tank. Yeah, the battling ram. <clears throat> they would work in com- combo, right? I had, I had a person ask me one time, um, if you could choose any car. You guys were talking about a Porsche. Um, I don't know hardly anything about cars. I know a Porsche is a nice car. But uh, you guys were talking about, like, if you could have any car in the world, mm-hmm. like, what would be your dream car? What, what would yours be? Oh, I like a lot of cars. I don't know. It's not the 94 Thunderbird that's in my driveway that Becky hates. Uh, she does not a big fan of that. I don't know. Something Italian, probably. Fast. Mine would be a tank. Yeah? Yeah. That's my dream vehicle. I am that uh, um, killdozer. I was going to say, killdozer. Yeah. I want the tank. Anyway. Fair All right. So, let's talk a little bit about emancipation propaganda. All right. So they recently did a show. I was able to tune in. And, you know, all I said was that I had uh, I had, had the bright idea. It was brilliant because it came from my head. Uh, that uh, I should start, I should try to recreate what we've been doing on Church and State. And so I encouraged you, which you can attest to. Did I not encourage you to start a radio show? Oh, for sure. Absolutely, right? And, and I also encouraged Ashley. Uh, now, I, I did say, uh, who's your daddy? Because uh, we had declared war. Right now they came back and they, I mean, we just listened to it. It was a pretty vicious attack. They came at you. I come, maybe I'm, I'm glad I'm here today that so you're not all by your lonesome on this one. Oh, you're actually going to tame me down. <laughs> I can take the pastor hat off. So they, they said that I'm a diva. They said that uh, in typical Caleb fashion, that if somebody jokes with you, tries to get you a little bit, Caleb's just like too far. I'm immediately going to go too far. I think it was far. the claws out, cat claws. Cat diva, something like that. Yeah. Um, accepted. Absolutely. I am that guy that will go too far every time. Yeah. If you throw a water balloon at me, I am going to go to your house and I may put the hose through your mail slot and turn it on. Yes. I'm that guy. So I I will accept that rebuke, but he also accused me, Matt Buster accused me of joke stealing. Now, let me ask you this. Do you come up with many jokes just off the top of your head? If I do, they're not good. Yeah, I've heard your jokes. Um, but 
most people hear a good joke and then they retell it. Do they not? Isn't this yeah. how jokes circulate? Yeah. Is somebody tells a great joke and you're like, that's funny. I'm going to, I'm going to incorporate that. Yep. So everybody does this. I'm not the only one that, that bears this accusation. And I'm going to say this as well. I, I am actually, I, I refuse to take criticism from a man, a grown man, a grown man who has the social media taste of a 13 year old girl. Yeah. Can I, can I, can I out him? Go ahead. So amongst us friends, it's Matt TikTok Buster is his name. And we're pretty sure that's where he gets all of his jokes, right? Yes. From TikTok. He gets his jokes from TikTok. And then, yeah, sometimes I steal some of them Mm -hmm. if they're funny. Absolutely. But that's, that's the nature of the beast. Fair enough. So, yeah, I mean, the guy's on TikTok. He's watching Taylor Swift videos. Out that, whoa, whoa, I might have to put my referee flag on, <laughs> shirt on for that one. He is. He's like, he's all excited about the fact that that uh, pretty soon here, we're going to see a marriage union between Taylor Swift and, and Travis Swift. He's going to take her name. Yeah. You mean uh, Mr. Pfizer? Yeah, Mr. Pfizer. He's going to get his heart broke yeah. one way or another. <laughs> it's coming. Yeah, but but this is this is Matt Buster. And then, then Ashley... Um, I'm a little concerned. You brought up a very good point. I'm going to let yeah. you take this one. Yeah. I mean, I know her as Ashley Buster, her father-in-law. Yeah. And she goes by Ashley McBride. So maybe her name could be Ashley McBuster. I like that. I think. It sounds like a McDonald's menu item. We're getting thumbs up on that. So yeah, you can go. I dare somebody to go to McDonald's. I'm a little bit concerned that Ashley might be a closet feminist. Oh, ouch. Ooh. Hmm. That might be too far. Just a little bit. All right. Let's get off the subject. Yep. We love you guys. You know that. Guys. We do. This war is all in good fun. I feel like Switzerland now, though, too. Yeah. Well, <laughs> you're the one who wanted to come on my show. <laughs> Don't worry. Once I hear your show, I'll, I'll address that. Yep. All right. We've got an uh, interesting video, and this, the rest of this show is, is going to be a little bit, well, it'll be funny still, but uh, it's really a lot of stories on, on wokeness. Mm, my and, favorite. Yeah. It's a great topic, right? Uh, we've got a school board in Edmonds that is, uh, or Linwood, sorry, uh, that, uh, well, they have a few problems here. Wouldn't you say so? Yeah. Yeah. I'm hearing this. Yeah. Um, listen to it for yourselves. There is one cuss word. There will be enough of an advanced warning that we'll be able to bleep it. But listen to what this caller, I, I love also, did you notice how many people are in the audience? Yeah, none. One. No. <laughs> There's an audience of one. All right. Talk about wasting taxpayer dollars. But anyway, listen to what this caller had to say to the uh, school district. And then I get the email yesterday that someone decided they were going to set up and be our little bathroom monitor. Do you think they're gay? Edmund Stadium. They? And they I apologize in advance to my board I can't tell if it's a man or a woman. That little ears out there, please close them. We have gone now from just letting people come up to the podium and say things that are hurtful. They are offensive. They are discriminatory and derogatory. We have gone from that now to actually taking action against our students. We have adults who are now actually taking realistic action because of this rhetoric. And my question is, what was that adult going to do? What if that student just said, I'm going to go in this bathroom anyway? We were going to have an assault. Yes. We're going to have a parent beating down a, a student or whoever that adult was. Like, is that the plan? Go ahead and pause it there what real quickly. What is the plan? I, I think what, what I, I, can you tell if this is a man or woman? I don't know. I'm going to, they probably want to be called they anyway. So okay. I'll indulge them on that because I have no idea. This is re- either a very effeminate uh, man or a, a woman with kind of a lower voice. I'm not sure. But when they, when they say uh, the assault, no, we're not going to assault kids. But she said, or he said, that you're gonna, they're gonna beat down the kids. I think 
a lot of the problems that we currently face is because we don't have parents beating their children anymore. Sure. Right? Yeah. There's <laughs> like, no discipline anywhere. There isn't, right? And, and as a pastor, uh, what does the Bible say about, uh, you know, punishing? Yeah. Spare the rod. Yeah, I thought I read that child. somewhere. Yeah, mm-hmm. right? Okay, anyway, keep going. This is for student safety. Student safety. Student safety from what? Let's actually ask that question. Because we just let it go on set. But what those people who come up and say it's for safety is, is they are saying they believe that our students, our elementary school, our middle school students, are just secret rapists and molesters waiting for their chance. That's what it is. Either that or they're arguing about the sanctity of a crap hole. That's not what it is. They want to scare you. And the reality is, I could come facts, figures, all this. That's, that's not what anyone who's making that argument cares about. It's fear. And that's Fair what point. this is. It's an opportunity to try to scare people. So you know what? Next time anyone wants to come up to that podium and wants to say something about trans students, gay students, any of that, just, just say it. You are saying that they are like the 72 registered sex offenders who live in our district. Okay, so let's just break this down a little bit. Um, if you're going to encourage this deviant lifestyle, mm-hmm. right, and you're going to continue to sexualize kids, is there a real risk that they might indeed grow up to become molesters? Yeah, I mean, isn't that what you're grooming them to do? Absolutely, right? The, the porn that they're peddling in the current education system and then I get- is as graphic as it can be. Yeah. And, and you don't think kids are going to try this out? And, and you don't think, I mean... According to an individual like this, right, don't we already have a rape culture? Aren't, aren't cisgender white males, aren't they the ones that are going around raping everybody? Oh, yeah. It, wasn't there a hashtag going around for quite some time? Uh, believe women? Yeah. Believe all women? Yeah. Um, so you can't have both. You can't say that every woman who accuses any male of rape is, is right. I, I think we've had enough examples of, of these falsehoods. Yep. Right. You can't say that and then say that, no, if you teach these kids deviant lifestyles, that they won't engage in that type of behavior. Yeah. And first of all, you shouldn't be sexualizing children at such a young age. I mean, they should be learning how to function amongst one another, not what bathroom to use and these books that are coming out with the ideology. I like how this person said, go up to the podium as they called in. I know. They're too afraid because yeah. there might have been some Christian nationalists there. Watch yeah, you, you know, honestly, kids should be more concerned about maybe, uh, I don't know, what their favorite dinosaur is oh, and, and is. not <laughs> what kind of porn is in these public libraries and, and education indoctrination centers. Yeah, this is ridiculous. Uh, but it showcases, once again, that we've got real problems in our public education. And I, for one, I don't have my kids in public education, but I know plenty of parents who do. You got a real opportunity here. The vote's coming up. Yep. You got a real opportunity here. Parents are angry about what's going on. Start replacing every single one of these, these uh, individuals that are on the school board that promote this leftist ideology. Yeah. And if you think it's not in your school district, it is. It's here in our county. It's in our public schools. These books that have been promoted by BLM. I don't know when we decided that BLM is now our new educational idol to worship at. They're well, they have the moral high ground. Oh, is that See, what it that's is? That's what it is. Yes, <clears throat> you yeah. get that through Chinese money, I guess. I guess so. Yeah, communists always have the moral high ground. Yep. Anyway, let's move on to uh, this is our story. Oh my gosh! Like you and I are both veterans. Yep. I don't. I don't have that when Pastor Gabe's next to me. Now, granted, you served in the women's department, but oh, sorry, he was in the navy. 
It's a good rivalry, isn't it? It is. Okay. I was thinking about that too. We give each other a bunch of guff, you know, Marines and Navy. Wait till an Army and Air Force guy comes around. Then we turn on them. We do. (laughs) I'll tell you, I root for the Navy in the Army-Navy game every time. All right. (laughs) Because the men. (laughs) Absolutely. But this story is claiming it's coming from the Washington Post. Oh, that's my favorite news article. Don't you love that? And and I, I love their little quote at the beginning, democracy dies in darkness. I just hope democracy dies. Yeah, exactly. Like that's that's my point on all that, right? Like I don't want democracy, right? Because once again, in democracy, but the people are retarded. They are, yes. So they're claiming the Statue of Liberty was created to celebrate freed slaves, not immigrants. Wow. That's what the new museum, it, it's literally the Statue of Liberty Museum. It's right there. At Ellis Island, and they're claiming that, no, it wasn't what we all understand. I mean, this is our history, yeah. right? This is what we grew up on. This is what the, I have family that came over. So do I. Immigrated, and that's the first thing they saw when they came over on the boats from Ireland, is, that, was the Statue of Liberty. That's when they knew they were free. I, I had immigrants from Ireland, uh, Scotland, <clears throat> and uh, Italy that all came over. And when they saw this beacon of freedom... Mm-hmm. They knew that they had arrived, that they were now going to be able to partake in the American dream. Yep. It was such an honor to actually head to that island and not be turned away and to be, to be incorporated into this great nation. To want to be an American. And now, nope, we got to change it. What's ridiculous about this is we all know this is false. Yeah. I mean, this is, this is the new narrative that everything was because of slavery. Yes. There's a, you know, the whole 1619 project is what kicked it all off. And now we've got the Statue of Liberty was there to end slavery. There was something else. I can't remember it either. It came out a couple of weeks ago, but it was basically based on the end of slavery. And it was, it was way off. It was so off that it, it is 1984. They're rewriting history. Well, but for the, for the longest time, we'd be able to look at these stories that were created by uh, revisionist historians. Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh my gosh, that's ludicrous. Right. But they were able to sway some of the people. This one, is this a, is this a bridge too far? Yep. Are Americans going to collectively say, no, that's completely wrong? I would hope so. I would hope so, too. They're claiming that the, the French, who gave us the Statue of Liberty, by the way. Under, I like to forget about that. But. Yeah, well, you know. But uh, sometimes, sometimes people call me Coulier. Coulier. <laughs> Dave Coulier is pretty close. Yeah. Uh, but it, it was also influenced by the Freemasons. Okay. Um, now, is that the same Freemasons as the Freemasons we're dealing with now? I don't know. Uh, it would definitely not during the time of the American Revolution. But the claim is that these abolitionists actually designed this thing for the freedom of the slaves and not at all for immigration. Hmm. Yeah. You know what? Your, your facts just simply don't add up. And I think that there are still enough patriotic Americans in this nation to say, look, there's some things that are sacred to us nationally. And the Statue of Liberty is one of those things. And you don't get to have her. You don't get to change or alter her history. You don't get to claim that she was created for a a reason that is simply not true. No, we understand that the Statue of Liberty represents freedom, liberty, as her name implies. We're going to hold on to that one. You don't get her. Amen to that. All right. Let's I, move. Or go ahead. I was just saying, can we bag on the Washington Post? Isn't that owned by 
Bezos. Yeah. Yes. And he loses money on it every year. Yeah, I've so got it's a just his propaganda arm is yeah. all it is anymore. I've got a friend, uh, Alex Newman. He calls it the Washington Compost. Nice. Yeah, I like that. That's pretty good. I like Alex Newman. He's funny oh, guy. Oh yeah, brilliant. Now let's. Uh, it, it it actually ties in very very well here, um, but. I found a post about what is whiteness and white culture. Mm. It's a chart compiled by the National Museum of African-American History and Culture from 2020. And the things that are included on this are, are ridiculous. Yeah, rugged individualism. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know where that's bad, right? Independence, mm -hmm. right? Individuals assumed to be in control of their, in control of their environment. Yeah, self-reliance. Sorry, government, I don't need your help with anything yeah. today. Uh, family structure, the nuclear family, that's yeah. a good thing. Yeah, we can go down a long rabbit trail on that. This is from the, the Museum of African American Culture and Studies, yeah. So for what the elites did to break down the nuclear family of the African Americans in this country, to me, is still an atrocity that no one wants to talk about, and I'm sure this museum doesn't want to talk about it. No. At one point, they were leading the country in growth. They were. Absolutely. Uh, you can look at the quote. It's a very famous and horrible quote by uh, Lyndon Johnson, uh, where he talks about that LBJ. He talks about the fact that he was going to put blacks on the reservation. Yeah. And he was going to destroy the nuclear family. And that's exactly what he did. And uh, and then you, you include Planned Parenthood in there. And Margaret Sanger came to my mind. She was a she wasn't KKK. Well, she was a, she was a Nazi sympathizer. She, right, she yeah. was, uh, honestly, she was uh, part of that eugenics movement. Mm -hmm. And so she believed that blacks were lesser people, and the best way to deal with them was to put a Planned Parenthood in every one of their neighborhoods. And you know what? There is. You said it. You nailed it. There's a black genocide that is occurring in the United States right now through Planned Parenthood. It's horrible. All right. So uh, husband is breadwinner. Mm -hmm. uh, okay, that's <laughs> biblical. <laughs> Wife is homemaker. Children should have own rooms, be independent. What? Yeah. Independent if, kids, free thinkers? No. If no, they no, want no. to, like, my kids still share a room. My boys, like, yeah, my daughter's got her own room. <laughs> but what's wrong with it? I mean, if you can afford to have if more If you can rooms, have more rooms, who cares, right? Yep. Emphasis on scientific method, objective, rational, linear thinking, as opposed to insanity? Yeah, but I thought everything was based on the science anymore. I, this is from 2020. Come on now. Yeah. <laughs> Cause and effect relationships, quantitative emphasis. It's all right. Horrible. Story. Yeah, yeah. Their history based on Northern European immigrants experience in the United States. Well, we founded it. Mm -hmm. We founded this country. So yeah. And the vast majority of people still in the United States are Caucasian. Now that might be changing. Yeah. But I mean, what's wrong with being proud of who, who your ancestors was? Uh, yeah. All right. A heavy focus on the British empire, prime, uh, the primacy of Western uh, Greek, Roman, and Judeo-Christian tradition. Look, you know why people celebrate the West? Because it's great. And we built stuff. Yeah. Lasting things. Mm -hmm. Okay, look, this is no attack on, on the Native Americans, but what did they build? TVs. They, they, they didn't ex it didn't last. That's the mm -hmm. point. We can look. We can go back and, and look at Oxford, for example, that started in like 1054 or something like that. It's still there. Mm -hmm. we, we can look at all of these, these Roman ruins that still exist. We can see their roads and things. That's why we celebrate the West, because we took our environment and made it better. Yep. And what's wrong with that? And now we're going to flush it down the tube. Yeah. I, I do like the, uh, the emphasis on the British Empire, or the focus. We've got to stay focused on them. We never know what those people are doing. True. <laughs> That's true. You're not going to take us again, yeah. tyrants. 
We'll throw your tea in a harbor. Uh, Protestant work ethic. Hard work is key to success. Yeah, it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Show me where any, any example of where that's wrong. Yeah. If you want something, go out and get it. Yeah. Work for it. Work before play. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's what we have to do. Look, under these socialist countries where you don't own anything and you're incredibly happy, yeah, maybe you don't have to go to work. Yeah. But do you get anything? Or do you have to dig through the trash to get your dinner? Mm-hmm. And then your bread <laughs> once a month. Yeah. If you didn't meet your goals, you didn't work hard enough. Yeah. What's wrong with being goal-oriented? That's how I've got to where I'm at. Me too. Hey, right? Like, you're going to be successful. You have goals. You Either the company that you work for provides these goals, or you have your own goals that you've set for yourself. Mm-hmm. And for me, I'm highly competitive and I want to, I want to beat those goals actually. Yep. And, if, and if I'm working, uh, I, this is what I have with TPUSA Faith right now. we got all these different regional managers all across the country and we can all see our goals. I have a certain set number of goals, certain set number of, of pastors that I got to meet with every single term, right? And I want to blow through that thing. And if I see somebody catching up to me or beating me, I'm like, oh no, you're not. Mm-hmm. That's healthy. Yeah. I like on the next page here, religion. And they, they say no tolerance for deviation from single God concept. And what I found out, I was able to go to Africa last year. Christianity has been in Africa longer than it's been in America, right? Ethiopia yeah. Christians have been around. Sure. They believe in the one true God as well. So it, this isn't a white thing. No, they're trying to trying to claim it is, yeah. but you're right. But yeah, Christianity is the norm. Yeah. Anything other than the Judeo Christian tradition is foreign. Like, let's just be honest with each other. Christians. You meet a Buddhist, you think they're kind of strange, right? Mm-hmm. Their belief system is odd to you, and that's okay. Yeah. I mean, I pray for them, and I'd like to share the gospel with them because I'll be danged, I guess you could say, if I allow one soul to go to hell without me at least praying for them. Yeah. Uh, status, power, and authority, wealth equals work. Your job is who you are. Respect authority. Have heavy value of ownership of goods, space, property. Okay, I still see no issues with any of these. Future orientation, plan for future, delayed gratification. Yeah, as Christians, we should be definitely delaying our gratification. Progress is always best. Tomorrow will be better. What's wrong with that mentality? Yeah, looking to the future. Don't don't be worried about the end of your nose today. I get a little hurt by the next one, though. Uh, (laughs) Based on European culture, steak and potatoes, bland is best. I like hot sauce. Well, I do, too. You can't tell me that's, you know... Not a white thing. I no. Will, I will eat a ghost pepper. I will too. And, and in fact, um, I make fun of British cooking all the time. Oh, yeah. Because they literally have an aversion to salt. I don't understand it. But I love steak. Ooh. I, I want to eat steak in front of Chris now. Uh, women's beauty yeah. based on blonde, thin Barbie. Uh, Matt, you and I are both married to brunettes. Yeah. yeah. The opposite of the blonde yeah. Barbie. Yeah, exactly. Uh, man's attractiveness based on economic status, power, intellect. I'm the prime example of that. I'm just going to leave that one alone. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We're too hetero, man. We can't talk about that. Uh, you might be right. We're quickly running out of time. We're not even yeah. going to get to our last story. But but this is, this is uh, you know, and hold on. Let me see if I can find anything else. Uh, yeah, no, there's nothing else really that's all that interesting to me. But this is what uh, this the study of African-American culture is is promoting, that this is an issue that Caucasians have in America, that these are things that you want to reject, that move away from, it's, in, it's ensuring that you are going to be a victim. You follow, if you go against all the things that they're talking about on, this, on these two pages, you're not going to be successful in life. Hmm. Is that what African-Americans want? No. 
No, they want to be successful. In fact, I would encourage them, do more of this. You're going to win. Yep. Thanks for joining me. Hey, my pleasure. Thank you. Church of State is sponsored in part by the Constitution Party and Patriot Church. I'm Caleb Collier. I was born for a storm. Welcome to the fire.